0: Welcome to the Snap UK podcast slash Skype show. Hello. It's been two months since we've done this and I can't remember how it goes. So we're going to wing it and see what happens. Uh, don't worry, Paul hasn't died from coronavirus. He's just not allowed out to play this evening because he's very busy and has a child and a wife to look after. So hi, Paul. Say hello, everyone. Hello, Paul. Hello, everyone.
1: Miss you. <laughs> uh,
0: pleased that you're listening and joining us. Um uh, We're going to dive straight in because there's actually quite a lot of things to cover, even though there's been no sport. So uh, first of all, the serious stuff. Let's get it out of the way before we all start making jokes about all the signings and things that are going to happen in the NFL. Gentlemen, thoughts on Black Lives Matter, the horrible death of George Floyd and all the other things that have been going on while we've been away. Um, Because I think it's important that we cover this topic. So where would you like to start with this?
2: Should we start with how the NFL have covered it? Because I think yes. The... Should we take it back all the way back to uh, Colin
1: Kaepernick? I was gonna say we could say you, you could say that Colin Kaepernick was a bit ahead of his time, really, because this all started for for the NFL. This all started in two thousand and sixteen mm-hmm. when he initially sat and then knelt during the anthem. It all kicked off. Owners got upset. The NFL got upset. Donald Trump got upset. It was a whole, whole hullabaloo that stretched into. Uh, the the London games where we were wondering who's going to be kneeling then and should we kneel during the anthem as well, um, and it kind of it died down a bit with kind of the NFL sort of outlawing it but not, um, and then they're coming to an agreement with you know various players that we're gonna we're gonna commit to you know funding social uh, social justice programs with you and and then it kind of went away for a long time. Obviously Kaepernick had his grievance. Um, against the NFL and that all got settled and we didn't hear much more of it until the unfortunate um, incidents in uh, in Minneapolis involving George Floyd which just kicked everything off um, and now it's you know we've seen it spread to, on a global basis we're seeing you know, protests in London protests in the rest of Europe and Asia as well this week you know, the Premier League starting all the Premier League players that are kneeling um, and once again, Donald Trump is upset. He says he's not going to watch the NFL if any players kneel. And um, mm. the NFL will be too bothered about that.
0: Ah, why would they be? Who wants to be associated with Donald Trump days? Anyone? Well, no, I don't, I don't think what? so. Right. Drew Brees? <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let, let's cover that for a second then. Drew Brees's reaction to BLM and, and, and the kneeling and all the other parts of the protest. Drew Brees' comments were definitely taken out of context and they looked bad out of context.
3: Yeah. But... I don't think they were taken out of context. Uh, he made those comments very only a few days before that happened and they were his beliefs. What, what they were was Drew Brees had a, a very um, poor understanding of what was being done and why and he was yeah. associating it with something completely different and he was, yeah. he was making that in his own mind, that decision around what other people were doing and why. And Drew Brees got it completely wrong. And that's why he backtracked faster than I've seen him move in at least five years. <laughs> yeah. And, and that was the right thing to do. So, and, and in
0: that circumstance, if you are found to have been wanting, for a lack of a better word, for the education of the situation, all you can do is retract and apologize.
2: Well, um, Alvin Kamara said, like, the, the black players in the dressing room went to him and told him. Why they were upset with what he said, and it's going—you know—it's going to be come up again and again. This—it's the education of it, isn't it? That's yeah. that's what it is. And uh, um, you know, Drew Brees has other controversial opinions on other matters, um, which we could go into, but let's stick to the theme. Uh, but yeah, he has backtracked. Um, you know, I'm he's not, not the only one.
1: The but I think mean, that—that's the thing. I think you. He look, as as four white guys sat on a podcast, we're not qualified to really speak about this at all. You know, we're giving our opinions. But at the same time, I think we all understand that there is systemic racism throughout the Western world. Um, It does happen. And I think understanding that from a white person's view and understanding the fact that just because of the colour of skin, we have a privilege which we really don't know about, but it's there. That's a first step towards kind of understanding, like trying to Get to at least a level, a level playing field between black and whites, and you know people have got to ha- be given the opportunity to change their minds and not you know be classed as a hypocrite for kind of changing their minds. Yeah, we're taught in schools about um, kind of British history and the, on a very positive note about the kind of the British Empire and the role of the British Empire had around the globe and we covered three quarters of the globe and it wasn't great and wasn't as a great nation, but what's never covered is how we got there. And it's off the back of slavery, quite frankly. And it's quite appalling when you go back and actually look at it. But from- we The Nazis
0: before the Nazis.
1: Yeah, exactly, it, we're not taught that. So, you know, it is education. It comes down to how history is taught. It needs to be taught on a level playing field and absolutely it needs to be, you know, there needs to be every point of view that's taught from that. We can we can remember history. It doesn't mean we have to celebrate it, but we can certainly remember it.
3: Yeah, I think that's the the really important thing is I think, you know, that balance between, you know, making sure we don't celebrate what we now regard as wrong that was seen yeah. as right at the time because we don't persecute every German going forward for the rest of eternity, do we? Because we yeah. understand that, that it you know, it was a different generation. It was a different time, but we... We understand what happened and we learn from it. And that's why, you know, I've been to a into a concentration camp in Prague and, you know, on the outskirts of Prague. And, you know, I've been and seen it. And the reason why these things still stand is so that we can go and learn from them to under, and ensure they don't happen again. That is why they leave things like those kind of places still stand. Well, why they're not all bulldozed, you know. Um So it's really important, I think, that we do learn and I think keep the conversation going. I think that's the most important thing. I listened to a radio show the other day um, on my new very long journey and, um, and it was talking to a guy from America who was a musician who actually has you know, spent time with, you know, with the clan changing um, just building relationships with people and actually not converting people but people have left the clan just through forming a friendship with this one, this one black man. Hundreds of people have left and it was just really interesting to hear him talk about, you know, he decided that it was part of his responsibility to change the society he lived in. And, and, and part of that was to, to drive change through just trying to make connections with people. That was it. Yeah. And um, it was a really powerful interview. But I think that is the
2: key. You know, you have to keep the conversation going and learn from the past. The um, Patrick Mahomes and the other, other black players... Released a quite powerful video as well, um, and um, uh, there, of course, the NFL then released a statement that basically went we were wrong. You know, so hopefully it's not just yeah um, chatter. Uh, hopefully it's the sur- it's is the start of you know uh, them actually you know doing more than lip service to this. You know, yeah. I think although it,
3: you know, not being funny, Roger Goodell got it so wrong as well. And, you know, there's been very little comeback so far. It'll be interesting to see how this continues and plays out as the NFL returns, because you know, the way that Colin Kaepernick, Eric Reid were treated by the league was disgraceful. Um, You know, (laughs) there's got to be some kind of retribution at some point for that.
1: I think one of the the things I'm waiting for, and to your point, John, I think it's, A, it's really important that, you know, some of those top, top stars got involved in this. It wasn't, and yeah, Colin Kaepernick was a big star, but at that point he probably wasn't, you know, he was on, on his way out. And, you know, Eric Reed's safety, they, they never get the, the, publicity, the publicity. But we've seen the NFL respond. We've seen the NFL players come out and make a very strong statement. And, you know, most of the players, you know, Drew Brees aside, seem to be behind the movement, which is great. And there's a lot of white quarterbacks that have also come out and said, "I'm behind it." And the quarterback is the leader of the team. So I'm speaking. What? And we've even seen, sorry, we've even seen coaches and some GM kind of talk about this in a very you know, positive manner that they're getting behind it. There's a really powerful uh, statement from from the Colts GM, Chris Ballard, a couple of weeks back. What we haven't seen yet is any of the owners kind of front up, apart from kind of Jed York or the 49ers. We haven't seen kind of Jerry Jones speak. We haven't seen Robert Kraft speak or anyone really. And that I think that kind of worries me a little bit that a you know at the end of the day, the owners kind of the power behind the NFL above and and beyond Roger Goodell so I really want to see them come out and actually make a statement and say look we're going to back our players Um, you remember kind of when the Texans the the arguments between the ownership there McNair and DeAndre Hopkins which never really sorted itself out I think the NFL needs to see the owners come up on the whole kind of 30 odd very rich old white guys come up and say we're going to back the players as well We're, we're, we're in this with you I want to see Jerry Jones kind of come out and say, yeah, this is wrong. We're going to help do this. Because, you know, we, we talk about the Rooney rule. Well, the you know, hiring is, actually comes to hiring of coaches and GMs and, and kind of senior personnel um, staff. It comes down to the owners. So, yeah, you can have all the rules you want in place, but the owners need to accept that, you know, times are changing. They need to help create a level playing field and give minorities that, that opportunity to kind of make that step up.
0: Do you you not think, though, the reason you've not really heard anything is because when you've got that much money and that much power, you don't care what anyone else thinks. You you can change the Rooney rule all you like, but until Jerry Jones, Robert Kraft and 27 of the others actually have to move on, you're going to get very... This is why equality is limited in pace, because once people are entrenched and have power and money, they're going to have to change their opinion. And, And we can have the conversation every day and... But People at but what, grassroots can, but you can't ultimately change people at the top until it's their time to move on.
1: Yeah, but the, the thing is, especially when it comes to the NFL, even if they do move on, they're only going to leave their club to their son, their daughter, or, or whoever it was. So it's never yeah. going to be... Any, it, they're never going to make an equal player. I'm not saying they should suddenly give up and let No, no. What, other what I get is Stephen
0: Jones... Stephen Jones is of a far different generation to Jerry Jones. So when Stephen Jones takes over, you would expect... A shift in momentum or
1: a change in position yeah. from so the there's no reason, the, reason why that can't happen now. We're not asking them to sell that, sell, sell the club. All, all I'm saying is come out, make a statement. 70% of your of your playing staff are, are black. Yeah, you don't have a team without black players in the NFL, quite frankly. Um, so come out, back them, be, be the you know, be someone that people look up to, that genuinely look up to, and that players can kind of get along with and speak to. They have got the power to do it. This this is,
0: do you remember two or three years ago, we were discussing whether or not players have to accept that they are role models, whether they like it or not. And now this is, it's moved up to the owners. The owners are setting a precedent whether they like it or not. The thing is they don't care. They do not care because most of them don't need that. They will make money from something else if it's not the
2: NFL. So they don't care. And that apathy prevents progress. I think it's, if it hits the balance sheets, I think they'll care. Um, yeah. But, um, but just
0: because the majority of the playing staff are black, which they are, the majority of the fans that pay the money to go are white.
1: But is that just because they can afford the tickets? I mean, let's not be... Quite
0: possibly. I'm just telling yeah. you what the stats tell yeah. us. Is, you know, 70% of the players are black, but 85% of the fans that go are white.
2: And, and it's, as well, it's not just generational because we've had two new players in the draft this year the kicker for the Patriots, War, Rass- Wasser. What you got? He had a three percenters tattoo, which is a yep. really yep. right wing, which yep. he has. He's he's. I think he's having removed or he's had it up. covered up. Yeah, yeah. But you know, he still got that. And, and, then a, with them. There and a Jake Fromm, well? yeah. the new uh, Bills quarterback. Sent where well, his texts were unveiled, which. Uh, Said he wanted to. How how do NFL teams not know
0: this in advance and not think, right, we're sticking clear of that? They must know you can't miss a tattoo. And if if some guy (laughs) can release texts from years ago about from surely they must know that he holds certain opinions that maybe don't fit in. And also, I will point out he's what 21 or 22. So if you if you release text messages I sent to John five years ago, please don't. no but i'm i'm making the point that yeah, people's are explained point. or they, they are taken out of the context of the conversation or whatever it is and whilst it might not be right when that gets dumped on the world it's not how you judge I, I think,
3: someone i think it's also difficult for us to comment properly on you know on american culture mm. and um and how beliefs are held you know so we know from what we learn around america you know i've been to certain parts of america you know but I've not. America's a very big place, and it it does have very deep-set beliefs in different places, you know. And their cultural change will be different to cultural change across the world. And you know, it's difficult for us to commentate on that properly because we don't really understand it. We could get Duncan on to talk to us about it a little bit more, but you know, realistically, it's around it's around how we educate ourselves about America, really, isn't it? But we don't we don't really truly understand all of it. Can I?
0: can I ask them where is it acceptable to draw the line of change and progress? So we've all seen that at the NASCAR and various other sporting events, they've now banned the Confederate flag, even though it was never the actual flag. It's that symbol is banned yeah. and you cannot, and people have been yeah. driving around the outside of the stadium, flying out of their pickups because they're yeah. idiots,
2: right.
0: Yeah. So that's banned. Uh, we've had statues of NFL team owners, the guy at the Redskins removed because he refused yeah. to integrate his team. Where do you where do you have to draw the line? A bit like you were saying with the camps, the concentration camps are there for a reason to educate people. Where do you draw the line with symbols from the past? Because they're now talking about in America um, changing the names of loads of different buildings and bases and things like this because they are representative of things from the 1860s. Well I, well, I think, I that, think if
3: things have been named after things in celebration. That's one thing. Isn't yeah, it? You know, I think that that has to change, doesn't it?
2: So I think that's that's stuff, stuff. Yeah. It can't shouldn't have be things, you can like that. Yeah, it shouldn't it, be There's we have in this country we've had um like lots of comedies taken down off um, off of, off of uh, streaming services. And I don't think at any point a, a black person's been con- been asked no. sort of uh, this John Barnes- decision draft. by decision by middle class white men and what needs to be just dis- what needs to happen is people need to talk to black people, and that's their opinion, and that is that is what's going to be the difference. Basically, I think- at the moment they're not they're not being asked, and we need to have the they need to be part of the conversation. Then we have a, we have more a, a more approach to equality, and that will be the difference. At the moment, at the moment. We're now in a phase of sort of like white guilt, and we need to get over that. And we just need to talk to them. We need to get their opinion. That's how we'll be educated, and that's when we'll have better decisions. I think that's you're, a, well, you're asking for point. mass sensibility.
1: The, the point I think the point Gary made: you draw the line between celebration and remembering. Yeah, like you can't like there's no. When the Soviet Union crashed, they pulled like loads of in Russia. They pulled down the statues of Lenin and Stalin.
3: Well, One has gone up in Germany for some <laughs> Leninist uh, communist type party. Yeah, okay. So just I'm just the, letting you know that.
1: You on know, the whole, there, on the whole, there aren't that many statues of Lenin, Stalin, or Hitler, or Pol Pot, or whoever, whatever else other dictators. Equally there are no statues you know commemorating you know rats during the black plague it doesn't mean we forget about the black plague no. we don't forget about fascism and, and communism in, in in the world that kind of had there were horrible terrible wrongs but we don't celebrate it and we don't kind of say hey wasn't this great and we, we put up the statue now there's, there's going to be statues which are going to be controversial um like churchill is a controversial figure in britain he's revered rightly so he he pretty much led us during World War II and a massive factor in winning World War II. But if you speak to people in India or you speak to people in the, in the Channel Islands even, they can't stand Churchill. Oliver Cromwell's another one. The Irish hate Cromwell. We revere him. So you, there has to be a balance there um, and it has to be you know respectful, but also to kind of John's point, you know, other minorities and, and black people should be con- consulted. And let's actually listen to them and not just pay lip service of, of consulting with them.
0: Do good to white people are the worst. They're so terrible. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Moving, Moving
0: on. on. <laughs> Moving on because as much as we need to have the conversation, ah, uh, it, it breaks you a little bit inside. Let's talk about some news and things that have happened while uh, in the two months basically while we've been away. I'll throw something out, then you guys feel free to uh, join in. So teams are talking about signing Antonio Brown. <laughs> What's going on there? The Seahawks and the Ravens have both apparently had discussions about signing him. Is this more folly? Will he actually make it back? Really?
3: Anyone? Someone will take a punt. You took yeah. a punt on Josh Gordon. He, he's yeah. re-registered yeah. as well, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And jo- but Josh Gordon has a uh, drug
0: yeah, dependency <laughs> issue, whereas Antonio Brown is just Just Has issues. So, yeah. which one would you rather take a punt on tomorrow? Well, which one's I, got
3: more upside?
0: Oh, I'd say they're similar.
3: I'd say they're similar. Josh Gordon did it for one season.
0: If I got to pick one tomorrow, I'd take Josh Gordon because I think Antonio Antonio Brown's just... I'd take Brown. He's he's just press coverage I wouldn't
1: take either. No, I'll be honest. I wouldn't take either. If either of those rocked up at the 49ers, I'd be pretty angry.
0: Well, they might do because uh, Debo's broken his foot and he's going to miss the first six games of the season.
3: It's not going to happen.
0: Well, you might need somebody. Uh, What's your wide receiver cupboard like at the moment?
3: We've got Brandon Ayuk.
1: Brandon Ayuk. We've got Kendrick Bourne. We've got Richie James. We've got George Kittle, who's a tight end, but he's a pretty decent receiving option. Yeah. Um, And then there's another one. And what's the... the Trent, someone. Trent, what's his face? Gary, help me out here. Well,
3: you're asking me to talk about... 49ers wide receivers.
2: <laughs> I gave you all I'm giving you. After he after, 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 after um and Taylor. Alan Taylor. got rid of all the big characters in the first year. They're hardly gonna go, Well, yeah. now we're on the precipice of something amazing. Let's bring in dickheads.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly the point. And um, right, you've got to be a special kind of coach. And I think actually Pete Carroll's probably one of the few coaches in the league who, who could handle someone like Antonio Brown.
0: But why would you take the risk?
1: I, I wouldn't. That's. Uh, I mean, because he's in
3: a very difficult division.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I There's two teams in win now, isn't it? Really. Yes. And. And uh, have choked when it matters in the last couple of years, and a, a brown would help.
0: Well, when you consider that uh, Seattle's best wide receiver addition so far in the off-season was Philip Dorsett, I suppose they perhaps do...
1: Yeah, but do, do, they, do they need an, like another number one wide receiver? they got DK Metcalf, they've got um, Tyler Lockett.
3: if Tyler Lockett's going to be fit for the year.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, DK I,
3: Metcalf flattered to deceive a little bit because he started the season okay and then he just went off the boil.
1: Yeah, yeah I think he
3: can still be very, very good, but yeah. they may
0: need someone
3: He's to basically take tight the pressure off. Out wide, isn't he?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, he is, but I don't know. Right, yeah, that,
0: uh, yeah. Jack Prescott, yeah, he's signing with the Cowboys. Yeah, this is, uh, this is the right move for
3: everybody. Oh, when did that happen?
1: Well, no, he signed the franchise tag, hasn't he? Yeah. So he's, he's, like, oh, he's, yeah. he's gonna get oh, yeah. 31.4 million. I think oh, it's a good he move for him.
3: Down 40 million a year, though, didn't he? Over 40
1: yeah. million a year. Cool. Well, that, none of, none of, that's Sorry. not that's not 40 million guaranteed, is it? And you look at so if you look at the, the franchise tag this year, he's going to get 31.4 million guaranteed. Yes. If they do it again next year, that's you add on 20 percent. So that's 37 million. So that's like 69 million over two years guaranteed. So the Cowboys, it's at what point? Does it, how much money is it for that to not play year to year and take that risk? And I think the Cowboys are playing a bit of a dangerous game. If you've got, and this is a, you know, Dak Prescott's a good quarterback, but he's not, he's never kind of lit the world like, hasn't he? You've got Andy Dalton there, who isn't as good as Dak Prescott, but you could invest that $31 and bring in Jadavian Clowney and maybe a, another, a stronger cornerback into, into the team. Playing of Andy Dalton with all those weapons around him and a really good offensive line. You could probably do something for that, so we'll see what happens. But
3: davian Cloudy is going to be cheap, isn't he? They reckon nobody wants him.
1: Well, exactly. So, you like I said, save—they could save themselves thirty-one point four million with that franchise tag. Bring in him. Bring in maybe another cornerback or a safety. Um, and you—I mean—they've already got a championship-winning offense. I think boost the defense, and that's a—that's a really, really good team.
2: It's—it's it's given Dak Prescott the cards to. Get the deal yeah. he wants, but also it is helping um, Dallas because I mean they could have been paying Dak forty million rather than thirty-one. So if the, if you do want to, you know Jamal Adams is now available. Apparently. If You do want to go for Jamal Adams? You now have nine million that you can throw that way.
0: Yeah. Do you not think though that Dak is only worth that sort of money to the Cowboys. He wouldn't get that anywhere else. I
3: don't know. I think that market's moved. You look at Goff. Garoppolo. I think but that just look at him. Dog. He doesn't he's not a top look at his stats. Seven no, or eight, look at, eight it. Really? Seven really? Deal. look at the stats.
1: Didn't, the didn't stats he have the, the agent is putting
3: in front of him saying, Well, this all says I'm a top ten quarterback and I've been for the last three years.
1: And he had the second most passing yards last year, didn't he? Behind Yeah, him.
3: yeah, he's put up some numbers, but in terms of
0: winning, basically this year is he's, he's gonna tell whether or not he's actually been held back by the coaching there or whether That's he's really. And, and my concern is he's reached his ceiling anyway. It's not just the coaching.
1: Well, maybe so, that's the point. Maybe that's where the Cowboys are going and say, right, we've got a new coach. We like you, Dak, but we want, to have, we want to make sure that you work with this new coach in a new scheme um, and it works out well. Given everything that's going on, though, it doesn't bode well, does it? Because like, he, you know, as good as Zoom or Skype calls are, he can't really have a decent meeting. They can't get out there and play with play the new playbook and kind of really test it and see what happens. So he's not gonna have the best of starts uh, to what is quite a complicated new scheme.
2: At least with Dak if you're a cowboy, you you're playing behind the best low line in the league. And um, you know, that yep. is gonna help your stats. You know, if you if you put if you plonk Dak at the Jets or Dolphins, you know, he's but then that would be the same for everyone. But, yeah, Do you, it does help his stats that he is in Dallas.
0: Do you know, not think, though, that the worst thing that could happen this year is for Dak to get injured, miss a game, Andy Dalton comes in, throws four touchdowns, and they realise that for half the money they can have the same sort of player.
1: Well, that would be the Dak worst. Dalton
0: is more or less the same sort of player. Yeah,
1: be, that's That's same. why he's there,
0: isn't he? Yeah. yeah. But, but it's, a big, it's a big thing for Dak. If you don't have the security of a long-term contract there and you're playing on it, it's easy to get rid of you. And I think that's a gamble, because he can't honestly look at Andy Dalton and think, yeah, I'm 10 times better than Andy Dalton. Than on, Andy the, does.
1: on the flip side, would the Cowboys fans accept that? Like, really? I mean, I I completely agree with you. I think Andy Dalton could do a job there with that offensive line and all those weapons. But is the average Cowboy fan really going to be that excited about seeing Andy Dalton?
0: They'll be excited if they can win in the postseason, which Dak has not got near
3: to doing either. Neither, so,
1: neither Dalton, to be fair. <laughs>
3: Yeah, no, no, well, that's, that's, it's that's difficult true. to do that when you when you're like only getting a seven and nine record every season.
0: Well, then we shall see what they uh, what they achieve.
3: I just think it's a they should they should absolutely win that division this year.
1: They should do, yeah.
0: Well, we'll see. I'm not sure they're going to do that. Anybody else got any other bits of news they would like to get to? Uh, Trent Williams signed a restructured contract, didn't he,
3: Jim?
1: He did. Yeah. He he's now. 49ers for well at least another I think three years.
3: Yeah. Um,
1: and we're not allowed to franchise tag him. That's one of the rules in the contract. Um, but you know, good. He's one of the best. Well, when he was playing, he's one of the best left tackles, if not the best left tackle in, in the league. So Joe Staley retires. Straight replacement Trent, is Trent Williams, who's played in Shanahan's system before as well. So he he should know it. Um, So that's good. Um, You meant someone mentioned it earlier. Jamal Williams has requested a trade from the Jets. Jamal
0: Adams. Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams.
1: Yeah. Williams on the brain. Jamal Adams. So probably one of the best safeties in in the league. He wants out of New York. It's been rumored for the last year and a half that he wants out from New York. Um, And he's willing to go to seven teams, and all seven teams are contenders.
0: Yeah. And, And. all seven teams would probably benefit from adding him because he I is take that him good. To yeah. I was going to say,
1: yeah, the Niners The are one of them he said he happy to go to, so and I'd be quite happy to take him there.
0: I, I suspect the price might be too high for a lot well, of those teams.
1: Was, earlier on in the season they were talking about um a first and two seconds, which for a safety is incredibly high. Like, and that's the problem. But like no one's giving him that.
0: No. That's it's gonna take some serious uh cajoling to get anybody to give up that much. but Yeah,
1: and you've got to give him a new contract as well, because he's only got a year left.
0: Yeah, it's going to be we've tricky. Got, we've got to get Kittle
3: sorted first.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
3: see, Kittle is saying he wants a contract like a wide receiver as well. And well, that's going to be I've, your next problem. Expe- he's expected to sign the largest ever tight end yeah. contract.
1: He will, he'll set the market for tight ends. Rightly so as well. He's the best tight end in football.
0: <laughs> right. Players <laughs> returning from I'm not talking about who's setting the market for tight ends. Players returning to uh, training camps and things in amongst COVID-19. There's a lot of different opinions on how it needs to be done, which players feel safe and which ones don't. The McCourtney twins, I know, at the Patriots have come out and said they're sceptical of whether or not this can work. What do we think the chances of a full season... Players not getting injured more than normal because they've had enough training. What do we think the chances of this going ahead normally are?
3: I think you might see that um, the fixtures are moved around a bit. Whether they'll be able to do the home and away schedule, I'm not too sure. But, you know, listening to what's going on over in the States, I think you'll definitely see it being like... You know, they yeah. the NBA just to bloody Disneyland just to get it done.
1: Yeah, but a lot of players have said no to that as well. I... I, I'm, I really don't know. <laughs> <That's terrible. laughs>
0: Didn't Major League Baseball have 70 players test positive in the last 24 hours? Yeah, exactly. And this is going to be the problem. You can sure. have all the will in the world and move the fixtures around, but if you get to a week before the season starts and a shed load of players test positive, it shouldn't happen. We've been lucky with the Premier League. The Premier League comeback, despite the fact the games have been a bit naff, has actually gone OK in terms of COVID-19. What well, they yeah, had seven tests
1: I think, you know, as, as badly as this country's dealt with COVID nineteen, I think the US is worse. Oh, uh, yeah. And they're still they're not over the, what, what people class as the first wave yet. Yes, New York is, but they've got about sixteen other states which are increasingly or seeing increases. Florida, Florida, Texas, um, California. You know, each of those states have got three teams in it. Yeah. Uh, so Unless they really get a handle on it, and we're not that far away. You know, we're end of June now. We're talking about the beginning of September. That's two months away, two three months away. Unless they get a real handle, I, I, I can't see how the league's. Gonna, I can't see how it's going to start on time. Certainly, we're not going to see fans in stadiums. I, you know, just can't each
0: team has that. ninety players for yeah. the squad. and that's the
1: all the staff as well. It's like it's over one hundred and fifty people in the team. Probably more. So I don't, I don't understand how it's going to be done safely, um, but they'll still, they'll probably still do it because American. American uh, that is exactly. Like, it. I
3: think we're we're sitting here thinking, it. oh yeah, this is. not new... I think they will just go. Yeah. It's here, isn't it? Like you know, the, the virus is here. Like it's just. Let's get it's a on with it. Cold. Let's just get on with it. I think they'll be playing. Honestly, I think there might be certain states they're not playing in, but I think they'll be playing. Well, Texas
2: fans as well. At Texas, they already have permission. How many people to go went to fifty to... percent uh, of the of the stadium? Open? Yeah. Well, Donald Trump's rally. I
3: know that got hijacked by some TikTok people, so like twenty thousand people were missing. But there was still like twenty thousand people in the stadium.
1: No, it was only six thousand apparently.
3: Oh, it should have been twenty. That's not off yeah. like six, so six thousand. So you're telling me that you're that they're not going to be allowed to have fans in to watch the games? I think you're talking rubbish. They'll just give them disclaimers to sign, and then they'll just put. They'll make up some like story that anti malaria drugs can help. They'll put an advert, a really bleached. bad advert on TV for those with some like really weird like guy with his own personal advert. And they'll just do a load of disclaimers. Of course they'll be playing. I, of course they'll be fans. I,
1: I sadly think you might be right there, Gary. My, my, head, money. my head's telling me that like they should not do this, but you're right. It's just it's America.
2: The team money money's too much for them to, to say, now we're not gonna play this year. They're just, mm. they're gonna play.
3: Those 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 uh you know, really caring and you know moralistic owners you were just talking about, they're gonna take a stand on COVID, are they? They won't no, take no. A for racism, but they're gonna take a stand on COVID. No, I don't think for a second they will. I I'm just saying it's it's the
0: numbers. It's in an NBA team you the squad is only sixteen players. Mm. And then you've got eleven or twelve people on the coaching staff. That's far easier to manage than, like Jim says, 150 people on each team. <laughs> and some of the states have said they will not repeal the stadium bans for fans. So, like LA, I think, have already said there'll yeah. be no sport here. So then that comes into confrontation yeah. and They'll this is what uh, baseball's having a problem with the same the, the thing. Vegas, Everybody's the,
3: confronting each other. The Vegas mayor was trying to get people back in. She just didn't even care no. like, right at the start of
1: it. Yeah, I remember that. She was a bit of a
3: blue. Vegas right. is open. Vegas yeah. is open. They will play somewhere. i guarantee you.
0: Yeah, I think you're probably right. But it's a conversation that needs to be kept going because one, if one person dies, one player dies, then it will be absolute chaos. And I'm not saying that's likely. I'm just saying that applies to all sports. Well, that's what mean, the I mean, NBA players are saying. We are in the minority groups that are worst affected and yet you want us to all get together in one place and play
2: these games. And there's a, um, af- the, these players are athletes. Their bodies are running at the red line all the time. Well, like yours? Moment, but, but, no. Uh, <laughs> completely off opposite, opposite end. But, you know, once the season has started, if they aren't careful, they will catch this because they are more susceptible to disease.
0: Like I mean, Novak Djokovic today.
2: Yeah, Well, yeah, you know what an idiot, but
3: yeah. um, you know, you know, he's an anti anti-vax guy as well. Yeah, he is
1: massively. He, massively
3: he massive. won't even he won't even get a vaccine if there's a vaccine. But he'll quite he took actually, have six thousand people in what four thousand people in watching the tennis. That is yeah. a special
2: kind of special. That is. He is it's, special. it's bad when you're there going. Well, I grew Nick Kyrgios. <laughs> 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 um,
0: okay, moving on from COVID, because we've all had enough of that as well. Um, yep. Anybody surprised that Cam Newton still is unsigned and floating around in the, no. on the atmosphere? No, he's, he's just all... waiting. And he.
1: Do yeah. we think he
0: plays first week of the season?
1: No. no, uh, first week.
2: no
0: Me injury, neither, but it? It, it seems to be a thing. Um, while we're covering that and back to what we started with as well, there's so much conversation about where the Kaepernick will come back, and we've banned it for the last two years on here. Can we say even if he was right which he was he's still not coming back to play in the nfl it's been five years i, I think someone might
3: sign him
1: I, I think he'll get on a team
3: he'll be rubbish
1: any of the steelers backups like surely
0: yeah but he's had five years
1: no games yeah, but he's still fit. He's kept himself fit. Yeah, to yeah. the backups. Yeah, the,
0: just, it's
2: the just, backups just throw the and catch. I <laughs> <We've>
1: talked <laughs> about this before. I think, I think if they've got if you if you're a team with their, with the right system, it's worth bringing him in. Like if you're you know, the Ravens um, with Lamar Jackson, I know they've got RG three, so it kind of rules them out. If you're the Texans which is Sean Watson, who gets injured a lot behind a terrible offensive line. Yeah.
0: That's what I was going to say. Did Texans make sense, or, or or even the Seahawks behind Russell Wilson. Yeah. It's a similar. Yeah,
3: well, I, I agree with him you. I mean, didn't I mean, they? Well, they're I mean, going to bring him in for a workout, weren't they? Well, aren't yeah. They, and Pete Carroll's already been talking about Kaepernick. I would not be surprised at all. Sure, um, yeah. you, know, you could have Antonio Brown and Kaepernick rock up at the Seahawks. Good
1: lord. Um, anti Lin at the Chargers has been making lots of positive noise about bringing him in as well. They've got Torre Taylor and, and Justin Herbert. They,
3: they've got nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what they've Basically, got. They've got absolutely they've got nothing. nothing, have they? You know, Herbert. You don't really want to put him in this year, do you? What, no, what yeah, You don't really that. want Tyrod. I know Griff. You quite like Tyrod, don't you?
0: I think he's a serviceable player, but I wouldn't want him as my starter. But I think he's good enough as, as backups go. He's probably one of the best three or four then, in the league. Yeah, and Tyrod then or
3: Kaepernick? <laughs> right now, Tyrod.
1: Right now, sorry. Right but then on, and, on the and, and, and with got... a
3: team that can't sell tickets, would you say Tyrod or Kaepernick? Kaepernick. Yeah, so no fans, fans, you know, be—he will be a
0: media scrum, yeah. and teams don't like that. Doesn't matter why; they just don't like
3: it. But the Chargers yeah. have got no fans.
1: That's—they'll so they'll, they'll get fans, especially in the LA. Like if he's he rocked up on the LA in, on on the Chargers team, I reckon they'll actually get fans. Anyway, the other the other teams that might sign him are the ones with absolutely no depth. At quarterback, and I, I look specifically at the Steelers. Like Big Ben's coming off of an injury, is he fit? Is he going to stay fit? We saw last year.
2: Apparently,
3: Dutch he's the fittest they've seen in years.
1: Maybe. Yeah, well, that's not saying much, is it? <laughs> um, and then, and then, Griff, your your Pat's.
0: Yeah, we could do with a, a decent backup. Absolutely,
1: you could do a with backup decent really. start. You've got <laughs> backups.
0: Stidham, Stidham will start. Stidham will play. that's yeah, what we're going to go with.
1: I, I believe Stidham will start, but like, then it's hot. Is it, he's, no, you haven't got hot. Is yeah. he still? High? Yeah, Hoyer. Yeah, it's it's yeah, they signed him back, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they did. I wrong.
3: think
0: they they genuinely seem to believe he is a sixteen game starter.
1: Yeah, and maybe he is. But and and he how is? awesome!
0: <laughs> you will have to admit how awesome Belichick is if we win ten games with Stidham.
1: I mean, it's it's a. Pretty much nailed on that Belichick is going to the Hall of Fame and is probably one of the top three head coaches of all time. Like we, we I think we can all agree that. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I think he'd be desperate to win a championship without Brady.
0: If he gets double figures on a team with Stidham and no tight end, then he will have done phenomenal things. I don't. I think it's eight and eight season at best. But it's do they obviously have some faith in him? Yeah. I don't know. I only saw him throw two passes last year and one of
3: those was picked off. So I'm not exactly thrilled, but... Did anyone see the uh, picture of Gronk in his new Bucks uniform? I know. That he'd basically been doing lots of drugs whilst he was in WWE.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Allegedly. It was very upsetting to see the two of them in their Bucks uniforms. It's the first time it really hit home, but,
2: you know... Well... Brady needs to be careful because the uh, the older generation are more susceptible to COVID. <laughs> and, and you know, Florida is really is wide open, so uh, be careful. Be careful. It's very,
0: very true. Uh, any other news we'd like to get to? No. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's a no. Everybody's uh, everybody's drawing a blank. What would you like to do first? Would you like oh. your
1: uh, I've got one more thing. Got one more thing. Go on. Carl Tellahan signed a new contract.
0: Oh, yeah. You want to
1: talk New about that? New six year contract for Carl Shanahan. So I'm really happy about that. Gary probably isn't. Um, um, I wait. You know, you remember three, four years ago, he signed a six year contract, and then he signed. Then John Lynch obviously got his six year contract. I wouldn't be surprised if over the next week, couple of weeks, John Lynch also gets extended because I think they're, they've proved to be a good team. They've turned that roster around and, you know, they nearly won us people. Ah, That's I that.
0: Teams that nearly win Super Bowls.
1: Yeah. I've heard
0: about them. <laughs> uh, what would you like next? Would you like your Don Shula quiz or straight into boom or bust? What would you like to do first? Do the quiz. Do the quiz. Let's get it out of the way so Gary can wake up again. Right. Because I, I, was suspect up early. Gonna... I was up early. Because I suspect there's going to be some hardcore cheating because people confessed in advance, <laughs> we're going to do... Question and answer straight after each other. We're not gonna leave you to look it up. So that's what we're gonna go with. Okay. To be fair,
1: you gave us a heads up and told us to read up on John's on Don Schuler. So yeah, the- I didn't
0: say have the Wikipedia page open at your disposal. Anyway, ready? Ten yeah. questions. Oh. Don Schuler. Don the, the reason for this being Don Schuler passed away aged age ninety. Uh, and he's is the most winningest coach in NFL history and the greatest coach, regardless of what you think of Belichick, who may or may not overtake him at some point. Don Schuller pretty much did everything, and, and he's the bar, if you like. Uh, so
1: I certainly so, put him in the top 10. But
0: <laughs> yeah, he's a, He sets the bar for, for what's to be expected. Right. Question one. Which team first employed Don Shuler in the NFL as defensive backfield coach in 1960? Browns. No. The John? Baltimore Colts. No.
1: John Farrow. Wait, Packers. wait. No. no, hang on. It was the. Cu- it was. Um...
0: That's too late. You've had. No, no. Your...
1: It was Detroit, but also he was drafted by the Browns in 1951. In That's
0: the night. <laughs> don't, don't go don't go giving away answers you said in the questions.
1: NFL that was his first job in the NFL <laughs> uh,
0: first employed as a defensive backfield coach he didn't listen to all of the questions you don't have to dive in I'll come to you it's fine all right. nobody got that one right
1: who was it anyway Detroit
0: it was Detroit Lions yes yeah. 1960 how many wins does Bill Belichick need in order to catch Don Shula's <gasps> winning record John 64 Gary
3: <laughs> um, Looking it up frantically.
0: <laughs> Look at his face.
3: 347 minus whatever Bill Belichick has won. So I'm going to go true. with 34. Jim?
1: 28.
3: Sorry, it was 43.
0: I'm really? closest, yeah? Yeah, you were closest, but no That's point. A point. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm That's afraid it's not. Warmer. Don Shuler was the youngest head coach in the NFL when he true. was appointed. Who now holds the record as the youngest head coach? Schumacher? Schumacher? Anyone else?
1: Yeah, I would say McVeigh. Oh, no. Uh, Zach Taylor.
0: Ah. Anyone? Zach Taylor. Cliff, I
3: believe it's Kingsbury. Sean McVeigh. Still oh, It was still Sean McVeigh.
0: It was still Sean McVeigh. Don't be led. These,
3: these questions are not about Don Shula. No, they're not. Well, no, <laughs> because you all sat there and went, yeah, we've got Wikipedia. I right? So it? I rewrote the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
2: it'd be uh,
0: he, to come last. In Super Bowl three, Shula lost and was defeated by which Jets quarterback? John. Namath. Jim. Namath. Gary. Point for Name everybody. Of. Made it nice and easy. Good. good I've stuff. seen that on America's game. Okay, here's another one that you should all get. What feat did Don Shula's Dolphins achieve in 1972? Gary. Perfect season. Seventeen. John. No. Perfect season, yeah,
1: Jim. Perfect season.
0: Thank you. Did you did you give me the added detail of seventeen and zero? Well done. Oh, I did, yeah. I like that. Uh, okay, they beat, start, they beat the Redskins as well. We're going with Jim, uh, we're going with Jim first on this one uh, yeah. for no reason other than I can. In which year did Don Shula draft Dan Marino? Uh, Nineteen eighty-three.
1: John, yeah, eighty-three.
3: Nineteen eighty-three with pick number twenty-seven. It was 1983. Well
0: yeah. done, number 27 as well. It, well done. Extra detail, well done. I like that. Living no, in the past, excellent stuff. What name? That, what name did Don Shula give to Bill Belichick?
2: <laughs> John. Bill. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> it was at, it was at the christening.
1: Uh, Emperor Palpatine.
2: Gary. Um,
3: Bill Winnercheck. Oh, you're so close. It was Bill Belichick. Oh. <laughs> he called him in an
0: interview, which I quite like. That's close. Uh, I knew
3: it would be something like that. Yeah,
2: he did very well. well to
0: get that. But no, he does he not have respect for Bill Belichick at all. And said that his team's won with dignity and fairness. Yeah. Unlike Belichick the Patriots, cheat. Yeah. yeah, well, that's fine. <laughs> oh, I think Gary may have given the answer to this one earlier, but that's fine. How many... Total victories, regular and postseason, did Don Shula achieve? Gary, 347. three hundred forty-seven. Jim, three-four-seven. And John, three-four-seven. But it was three-two-eight in the uh, make- regular, regular season. It was, but three-four-seven. Well done, everyone. That's the
2: one fact I do.
0: <laughs> John, coming to you first on this one. How many Super Bowls did he lose?
3: Three. Gary. Um. He won four, didn't he? So, in two. Jim.
1: He won two and lost four.
3: He did lose four. And he did oh, win two. I knew he'd been in
0: six. You fucked that up, uh, John. <laughs> <laughs> Don Shula played in 73 NFL games for Cleveland, Baltimore and Washington. How many interceptions did he rack up in their backfield? Gary. Stop Three. looking it up. Three. <laughs> John. Five, Jim.
1: Um, nineteen.
0: Twenty-one. Very close, but he was actually very good.
3: I just presumed he was shit. <laughs> no, <laughs> he was. He was
0: actually very good. I thought he was Twenty-one trick questions, you know. Uh, by my reckoning, Jim won that uh with a score of three. But yeah. I got three. Oh, I oh, definitely uh, got. Sorry, oh, Jim. Jim won that with a score theater. of four. I apologise. He got the. Super Bowls did he lose? So four, four to Jim. Everybody else got three.
2: I got another little
1: factoid which impressed me in uh, oh, no. in in 1953. The one. uh,
3: so he like,
0: didn't get some of the other ones. Well, perhaps my is awful. I'll let Jim have it. I don't. I don't right. want to win. How, how, is,
3: how many games in a row did he beat the Bills?
0: How many games in a row? Yeah. Just one. They only played one a, You know.
3: <laughs> Sixteen. I don't know. Twelve. He beat them. 20 in twenty consecutive oh. games from 1970 to
2: 1979. <laughs> wow. Oh,
1: wow. In 1953, he was traded from the Browns to the Colts in a 15-player trade.
0: What? Fucking <laughs> yeah. <hell>. wow. Nuts. <laughs> that wasn't too painful, considering I had to rewrite that before we started. <laughs> I do quite like Bill Bilici. We should have named the podcast after that. <laughs> right. So we can now move on from our quiz. hope everybody else enjoyed that to a little bit of boom or bust. So uh, I asked everybody to search through their, their sort of memory banks and their opinion banks and come up with a, a player on each team uh, in a particular division that they feel will be boom or bust, or if you think the team in general will go that way. Feel free to do it as you choose. Um, we're starting with the AFC because it's alphabetical. Uh, and we will start in the AFC East.
2: Oh, tits.
0: Yeah, that's you. <laughs> so in any order you like with the teams uh, and just tell us whether you've gone boom or bust Ooh, or you want to go first. Or... No, no. We're, nope. we're good. Just you. Just you. <laughs> <laughs> we're all good. You look bannicked. Um Should we start with the Bills? Why not? Wherever you like. What do
2: you think? Uh, I'm, I think they're going to boom. Mm. I think they're going to be the strongest team in that division this year.
0: Oh, I um, agree with you.
2: Made the playoffs and they were so close. Like Josh Allen lost his head effectively, and uh, that's that's what took them out. Um, they've not they've added Stefan Diggs yeah we've not seen much uh you know much loss that their, their, their defense is you know they've added AJ Epinesa, who i think uh, could be a really really good uh, addition so yeah i'm uh them i think they're going to be the winners of the afc east in fact
0: you're sold on the bills who's i um
2: i'm in on the bills okay well keep going uh wh- who's next up the Dolphins okay. suck. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, can I have the rest of the teams I've like bust?
0: Well, yeah, you can, but you've got to give us a bit more detail than that. Mainly because Gary's still frozen and we haven't got him back.
2: Oh, here we go. We've, we've,
1: we've lost well, Gary.
2: Hopefully we'll, well, hopefully, we'll get him back. But um, <laughs> there is still, you know, we're, 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 we're Fitzpatrick fans here, aren't we? Yeah,
1: always.
2: That's going to be a season without practice. There's six new members of the O-line. Wow. Um, yeah. You know, I like the head coach, but I, I, think they'll, and I think they'll be fine in comparison to last year. But still, they're not going to be. The only way they're getting near the playoffs is because the other teams in the division have bad years. I don't think the other team's going
1: to be that bad. Yeah, um, I, I, I agree with John. I, think. I know I wasn't wild about their draft either. Okay, two of Tungabai, solid pick. You had to do it. Yeah. No problem. Austin Jackson was a good offensive tackle, but I think there were better ones on the ball at that point. I'm not even going to try and pronounce the, the cornerback <laughs> name in, the, in, in the first round as well. But again, they were, I think, better players. And, I think you'll see a better season from them than last season, but it's still. I think they're still picking in the top ten next year.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I think John's hit the nail on the head. The lack of practice time hits a team that have had that many draft picks, and that's unfortunate for them because actually it should be a very talented squad, but it may just be uh, a struggle for them this year. Um, Further, further information on other
2: teams, John. Uh, Well, I. You can never count the... the, uh, the uh, because they still have uh, Bill Belichick. Yeah. But they also have Jarrett Stidham. Right. Um, who, once again... I know he's, had a, he's been there a year, but he's going to have no practice again as the starting quarterback. Um, and it's just the, the level of expectation. There's no tight end. The wide receivers still aren't great. No, the only thing that's, I mean, they could, they haven't lost a huge amount on defense, and they've kept Gilmore, you know, I'm um, just, I mean, they've given Joe Tunney the pe- the, the franchise tag, which once again, I know he must be absolutely laughing, um, but yeah, there's no cap space. I think it's a down year.
1: I agree. Like you look at their wide receivers, and okay, you got Julian Edelman, and then you've got Nikhil Harry, who you know could be good, but we don't know yet. And Sanu, there's so a lot. He's, of, not, he's that,
2: coming off an injury, but he looks yeah, good in practice. That,
1: that, that's a lot of number two receivers. There's no mm-hmm. one there. There's no tight end. And okay, when you go into when you're going into season with a rookie quarterback, if it was Tom Brady, I think it'd be different. Cause you've got an experienced yeah. quarterback knows how to win games. Knows how to, you know, work, obviously work well with Edelman, had that kind of had that chemistry, but you got a brand new, okay. Not brand new quarterback, but more or less a brand new quarterback. And he's got some very, um, like not spectacular wide receivers. The offensive line wasn't brilliant last year. And you've lost the defensive line coach, Dante Skarniegi. Is that the one? Dante yeah. Yeah. He's gone. Um, yeah, I just, I, I look, if, if Belichick pulls this off, he is oh. absolutely one of I mean, the best he's already amazing amazing. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. But this Yeah, but this is his toughest, toughest job.
0: For, think- for what it's worth, I might as well dive in because it's my team. It's so nice to hear you guys being down about the Patriots, uh, when normally at this time of the year, it's me and you're all telling me how, how terrible I am at assessing their chances. I'm going to say this. I think the fact that Stidham's been there a year helps and puts us a leg up on the Dolphins, for instance.
1: Yep, it definitely um, does.
0: I think keeping Tunney is absolutely key because the O-line pivots on on how he works and when he's missing, we're not very good. Um, the biggest problem for me is that Sonny Michel might miss the start of the season because he's recovering from foot surgery. Yep. And I honestly think with a new quarterback, newest quarterback you, you've got to go through the running back situation and and we we may not be able to do that and the start of the season is when we should be strongest because people won't have much film on Stidham so if we don't get off to a good start it could be an awful year that said you don't know the the Tom Brady story gives you a little bit of hope that regardless of who the quarterback is you know nobody had heard of Jacoby Brissett nobody had really seen Jimmy Garoppolo. So. I'm not as down as I thought I would be. The tight end situation just irritates me. How have we not dealt with that? What? Well, yeah,
1: you had the opportunity in the draft to deal with that, and even in free agency, there's just there's a couple of tight ends you could have picked up that you know were serviceable. Yep. Um. But yeah, it's I don't know. You just look at it on paper and you just go, no, no. I think though, it,
2: I think it's what the team needs. I think they need a down year. Yeah, it
1: could be Very fresh. I, I think it's all part of um, Belichick's master plan. And he's going to tank this year to pick up an amazing quarterback next year and go yeah, back.
0: You, you've said that for the last 18 months. I, I, you could well be right. Do you, um, I, I did wonder whether um, we might go in for Delaney Walker, who sort of retired from the, the yeah. title. I'd have taken him for a year over we, anybody we've got. And we, I'm a little bit we, disappointed not to see him be approached.
1: And you've seen Del- do that before as well. I mean, he had... Um, Martellus Bennett there for, for a year. He's kind of had Benjamin Watson there before. You know, He's not abject to kind of p- picking up veterans. Veteran,
2: veteran, hey, Gary's Gary veteran, Gary. back,
1: everyone. Gary back. Yeah. Anyway. Uh,
2: no, um, uh, um, I think Dirty Walker would be a lot of money for a bloke who's only going to be there five games because he's always injured.
1: Yeah, well, that's the problem. He's old. Yeah, yeah so I mean. you're old.
2: But yeah, it might help teach the
0: younger tight ends a little bit about playing the position because they're, they're all just inexperienced.
2: That would be useful, but um, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see Bill doing it.
0: Durability is definitely an issue. Right, you might as well finish off the uh, AFC East with the Jets, who we assume will be terrible because they always are.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, who's going to be their biggest problem on the Jets? Um, I reckon Bell doesn't last the year because he is not going to want another uh, another year of being um, behind an uh, absolute train wreck of an o-line. He gets he was getting 3 yards of carry last year and that's just not good enough. I think he'll he'll be gone. He'll be traded by a uh, trade deadline because you know they bought in Flacco to help Donald because Donald does miss or miss games. Um, whether it be by mono or injury. But Flacco's off a neck injury. Yeah, so. Flacco won't be there for the start of the season. They've already said he won't play, he
0: won't, he won't be eligible for the first six games because he won't have recovered. Yeah. So uh, it's it's an awful situation for the Jets. Gen- Sam Darnold season. has been disappointing, though, right? I mean, I know he's playing on a bad
3: team, but he's not been great. Still young. Still young. Still, still
1: he's still, young. still really young. And he is playing on a terrible offensive line. And. My my biggest concern is the lack of wide receivers. Like yeah. they, they picked up Denzel Mims in the second round, who looks decent. And um, after that, the next best is Bashar Perriman.
3: Jesus Christ. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And you, you <laughs> would still take Darnold over Stidham or Hoyer.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: And once again, a lack of practice for, and once again, uh, a load of new wide receivers who aren't elite coming into quite a complicated scheme. Yes. Uh, you know, Gase is, has his ways. He's wanting Gore to add yep. some age. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, there's, at think... least,
3: there's at least two two to three-yard touchdowns out of Gore next year. Yeah. Do we
0: not think but, that Adam Gase is just so on the hot seat? He could be gone after four or five games. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: If they lose the first four games of the season, he's done.
2: Surely. Possibly. Quite possibly.
1: Yeah, yeah if, they get, if, if they get to the bye and it's looking really bad, he could be gone then.
2: And if they haven't got rid of Jamal Adams by the time the, start, the season starts, that could be quite a distraction.
1: That's, I mean, that's a train wreck of a situation they're in. I think they just need to get rid of him quickly.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I don't think that team's got anything going yeah. for it. It could be the only reason that the Patriots don't finish bottom. Oh, one sure. boom, one boom, <laughs> and three
2: busts. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, well, Gary, you're back. Why you've still got connection? Would you like to do your uh, boom and busts?
3: Yeah. So I did a lot of research. Yeah, I bet you did. Is that where you've just been? And um you know, these these are um my research from from Jim's mind. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, fire away. So um so definitely I think he is right so. Um said, Jim said really it's all about second place. Such a dick. Um,
2: <laughs> what, what are you saying, John? I think he's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn so, with what, fake pays.
3: All about second place, Chiefs are obviously going to win that division, aren't they? Um, as long as Mahomes stays fit. Um, obviously, he is after a new contract now, isn't he? Well, they should be. He's got two more years, isn't he? This year and next year. They're yeah. going to tie him down this year, won't they? So, it's whether the media get hold of that and start turning that into a bit of an issue.
1: I think, I mean, I think, if you think about the inflation that we see with, with quarterbacks as well in, in contract... Salary, they'd be better off tying them down now to a contract, like it'll be cheaper to do it now than it would be in three years' time. Um, and I know they're under salary cap issues, but they've got to move heaven and earth to keep Mahomes. They can't let him get to a franchise tag situation.
3: No, I think you know they've got to try and work some magic and negotiate with some big players there, haven't they? The Chiefs, yeah, you know, and I think wide receiver and running back is going to be the area. Where they choose to move on, like, after every couple of years, to try and keep that wage down, and that's what they should do. They can try and keep the lines together with Mahomes. Then you know that's going to be the best way to do it, isn't it?
2: Yeah, and they got. I mean,
1: they've now got a rookie running back in Clyde edwards hilaire who they took in the first round, who's meant to be pretty decent. Um, so that I think, and it, yeah, the the system that Andy Reid plays means that you can kind of slot running backs in as as when, you, as when you need to I don't think really matters it matters about no. what quality they are so if he's decent then that, that's a decent opportunity for them and
3: what's Hardwin on a second year contract now as well Nicole Holman is he on second year or third year yeah no this will be
1: this will be his second year yeah second so you've got year. him Sorry. you've got him for another, at least another two years
3: that's what I mean so I think they've got I think you know in terms of players that are going to be important this year I think it'll be really important for him this year because um, they will have to look at some of their more veteran players and think about how they do move on.
1: Yeah, and you can um, see, I mean, in a few years' time, you can see Tyreek Hill leaving um, yeah. and Nicole Hartman taking on that role.
3: Yeah, so I think that'll be interesting. Um, Broncos have obviously done quite well. Obviously, Jerry Judy and uh, Melvin Gordon added to that offence. Um, Is Melvin Gordon going to be any good, though, Gary? Well... I think he is still better than the average league average. If he, must, Royce Freeman, if he's hungry and he wants to be there, I I know you like those, you know, the two running backs there, don't you? Well, I thought they were very good. Yeah, as a duo, I thought it was one of you the better duo. Thought I mean, this you, thought Royce. Royce, you thought he was proper Rolls Royce, didn't you? But he just, let's just remember, I didn't select Royce Freeman; he was auto selected. Yeah. To be fair, the year. You know, the year before, they they did a bit better, didn't they? Last year, they weren't anything amazing. Um, Melvin Gordon is still a step up from anything they had there at running back, I would say. Yeah. Um, You know, they've put some decent wide receivers at the Broncos now. Um, And and obviously, they think Drew Locke, you know, um, is actually going to be their their guy, do not they? What did he go, like 39, two years ago? This is in the
0: second round, but
3: what do you think? Is he actually going to be any good? I think Drew Locke is going to be OK. I think I had him reasonably high um, when we did our mock draft. Um, not last year, the year before, whenever it was. So actually, I do think, you know, I think he will be good. I think Drew Locke will be one to watch. Do we,
0: do we think with the Broncos, it's okay to a case of get a quarterback you're OK and happy with and let him have three years to play in the position? Yeah, it... I think they
3: need to settle, don't they? Yeah. Because that has been a, you know, they've been trying to find the quarterback to lead the franchise for a while, and I think that I think they may well have settled on Drew Lock for at least two years. Yeah, I think. I,
1: I really like the Broncos this year. I think we've mentioned the offense, so they've got the, the wide receivers Jerry Judy and now Courtland and Cortland Sutton as well. That's a good duo. Now, offense, a decent tight end, and they've got two, three running backs that they can cycle in there. But Actually, like if you look at the defense, you've obviously got Von Miller.
3: Bradley Chubb
1: coming back. Bradley Chubb Virginia. comes back. They 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 traded for Jarrell Casey, the defensive tackle out of um, Tennessee, who's you know older but still bloody decent. Um, they brought in AJ Boye and Kareem Jackson. Now Boye is a really good cornerback, and Kareem Jackson is decent depth. So I really love, I really like this team. I like what they're doing with their team.
3: Yeah. Um... So that was Jim's thoughts on the Broncos. Um, <laughs> Chargers, um, so obviously I think they're going to have to go with Herbert pretty quickly. I don't think they really want to start with Tyrod. Um, you know, the defence is OK, but they're just they're just the team that flatter to deceive for two or three years, aren't they? And I've got a feeling that they are just going to be on the wane.
0: Do you not think with the terrible O line situation, which they still have, bringing in Justin Herbert early could just get he'd just be sacrificial? Potentially, potentially. He, he's not a mover like Tyrod, is what I'm getting at. Tyrod likes to move, does he? Ty, Tyrod's a mover. We know that he is. He needs to move, uh, Tyrod. Able, yeah, he's able to escape the pressure, whereas Herbert is not the same sort of quarterback. He needs to be protected.
3: Yeah, you know, I don't mean. Herbert will start the first game of the season. They're going to be wrong. Uh, I think Herbert's a good pick. I think Herbert will be a solid quarterback if he's given the right environment to prosper in. Um But, yeah. What, I just, New England, I but it's just not very much going for the Chargers, is it?
0: Do Do we all think that they're going to finish bottom of this division this year? Because I do. I think yeah. that's not, yeah. not the Raiders either.
3: Yeah. I, I, I think that Chargers team is... is destined for bad things this year. I think they are destined for bad things. I thought, not, I thought the Raiders had a terrible draft. Okay tell me, really this, tell me about the tell me about the Raiders. What do we think the problem
1: is? Defence.
3: Yeah well the defence is terrible. You're right there Jimmy looked a bit confused.
1: Sorry I was no I was literally just looking at the the, the Raiders what, roster just I just the town. Raiders roster just to have a look through it. And I didn't know they'd signed Jason Wittham.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> did that happen? yeah, it did
2: happen. Yeah, well, it's educational that that, that that kind of shot. I, I
3: think I think Derek Carr's the better quarterback, but I don't think John Gruden agrees with me. No. Um, so I think that's a problem because that means he thinks Mariota, um, or um, Peterman, Peterman? <laughs> so he, he thinks one of those might be a better quarterback than Derek Carr, which I don't really agree with. I still think if Carr ended up at the Patriots, you'd be a very happy man.
0: Oh, I'd take um, him tomorrow.
3: I, th- I think they took the wrong wide receiver who's now um, injured his leg after helping his friend move. Jim, do you want to elaborate on that story? Because I that's think you know right, I know.
1: It, seemed, it seemed a really weird thing that he was helping a friend move and injured his leg. Um, and there some reporters were a little bit suspect that that's what really happened.
3: Yeah, I bet they were. <laughs> Sounds yeah. made up, no? yeah. So. Yeah, so I don't think, you know, There's there's been moves through the draft. I don't think there's been any real kind of, you know, kind of the AJ Boyo trade. Apart from that, there hasn't been any hugely stellar trades gone on um, no. in this division. I think it's really about whether anyone can get anywhere near to the Chiefs and potentially get into a wild card. But I think the Broncos will have a better year, but I don't think anyone will come out of this. I don't I think you'll only have one team come out of this division. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're probably right. Uh, the Broncos... And Jim me, didn't and, even write that down for me. I that, came yeah. that. that came from the heart. The,
0: the Broncos, <laughs> for me, have got the best chance of being a wildcard team out of that lot. Uh, I've yeah. not been sold on anything the Raiders have done, but I don't think they're the worst team there either. I think they can probably keep up with the Broncos, just about. But uh, I think the Chargers will be well off the pace. I, 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 Philip Rivers was a problem, but he wasn't the problem. And you know, signing a quarterback who you can't know, move is not going to help.
1: They are, they are rebuilding the Chargers and I think, you know, Gary's right. I think I've just heard that we'll get decent playing time this year and they're going to rebuild year. So, yeah. Is, a, where, where's Keenan
3: next year. Is he still there or is he gone now? Keenan, Sorry? Keenan, Keenan Allen still there. Yeah, he's yeah, still there. He's still there. He's still there. At least they lost the wide receiver, didn't they?
2: Tyrell Williams. Williams. No, Williams.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: He went to the Raiders, didn't he? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um... For um for the Raiders, uh, at least they'll have Josh Jacobs back, who when he went this the season just
0: yeah, went. they need that regardless of which quarterback
3: they go with, they need him at full tilt. Yeah.
2: yeah,
3: but then you we've seen teams with moves before as well. That never helps, does it? No, it will take some time to set yeah. up. That's another do good. I, do you know also, you got Zay Jones them. in Las Vegas?
0: Uh, that's- that's true. Do you yeah. know who was good for them last year who got no credit, mainly because he's an arsehole? But it was Richie Incognito, it was actually really good really, there last really year. Really good, yeah. And I think that does help whichever quarterback plays and certainly helps Josh Jacobs. So if he can keep that form up again, they've got something, but the, the defence is terrible.
3: It's just. I think, I think it's it, 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 Richie Incognito helps anybody whose lunch money he doesn't want. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I don't like to credit he him. He's a old school
0: boy, bully, isn't he? Yeah, he is, Which and, is and he shouldn't be credited with too much. But he was very good last year. So, yeah. you know, on a purely sporting note, it was a good signing. Just,
2: yeah. it was. Yeah. Oh, back yeah. to news. Um yeah. the charges are this year's hard knocks team.
1: Are jo- they joint? Isn't it joint? Chargers and Rams.
2: Chargers and Rams. Chargers and Rams yeah. But yeah, we haven't talked about the Rams. So yeah. Uh, well,
0: that that's true. Tell me more about this. How this joint thing is going to work? Because I haven't seen anything know.
2: about it. Well, I imagine they'll be filmed and then someone <laughs> put it together and they'll put on TV. Do,
0: do you not think it will just be the weirdest thing? Because what are they going to do, film it from inside. Well, above. they've they've already
3: merged the logo. So yeah, uh, just <laughs> it's merging. Uh,
1: honestly, uh, a time between that, until they merge the team and set up another well, franchise. One of or those
3: teams, that that is going to be an LA yeah. team. That and some yeah. there's going to be another franchise somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. I agree. I, I agree. It's, it's, I think it's so all not. starting to happen within three years. The Chargers won't exist. It, it cannot
0: sustain two teams there. It can barely sustain one. I think you might find that San Diego gets its team back because they desperately want their
2: team back, and I, I, that might so well happen. A team, like a city of such sporting history, it's, it's bizarre they don't have a team. Yeah, I, I think that they might be
0: able to persuade the NFL that
3: don't they go back to the superchargers?
0: I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> they should, just just for the I song. Think heard that song again. Uh Jim, you must have had the North.
1: I did have the North. And uh much like Gary's AFC West, I, I also think this is a battle as to who comes second, because I think the Ravens are gonna win this division. Um I think it's a it's a question of how do you stop Lamar Jackson. Um I think he's got I, I hope he's gonna have another good year because he, he was spectacular last year and it's good fun to watch. Um so I think he's got another good year. Um but my boom player from the Ravens, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing JK Dobbins, the running back who they selected um I think in the second round of draft. Um so obviously Mark Ingram's getting a bit older, I think he's still gonna play a part. Um but I think JK Dobbins could be um could be a really strong asset for them. Um, I'd like to see them have a few more wide receivers, but they don't really need, they're not going to throw the ball anyway, so they don't really matter. Um, Bengals are picking in the top 10 again next year. I think Joe Burrow will be fine. Um, really like T Higgins, the wide receiver they picked up. Um, but this is this is a roster that's rebuilding. Um, Zach Taylor needs experience. The quarterback needs experience. The offensive line is going to be pretty much all new players um, or at least kind of very inexperienced players jonah williams a first round pick from last year comes back so you know they've essentially got two first rounders who, who are going to be starting the year so i think in top five maybe top ten they're lucky Browns, it's all about whether you know Baker Mayfield melds with, with Freddie Kitchens. Is this now his fourth head coach if you class. Greg Williams, the, who was the interim head coach when Hugh Jackson got fired, um, and uh, we said it before after the draft this year, the make or break year for Baker because he's now got the offensive line in front of him. Um, they took Mekhi Becton, didn't they, in the, in the first round? Yeah. Um, so they've now got that left tackle. They, they they brought in the right tackle from the Titans as well. So that's a decent offensive line. And it's all on paper. This team still looks superb. You look at all those big names. And you're like, how, how, how are they going to lose? Um, I think Nick Chubb will have another fantastic year um, alongside Kareem Hunt. His Austin, name. Hooper. There's yeah, there's Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper there. is there, who is, you know, was quietly one of the better tight ends in the league last year. Like he didn't get the plaudits that Kelsey or um, Kittle got, but he... Not tight um, end's
3: been a problem for them. The count yeah, has not okay, he? But yeah, he, count he's Njuka, not consistent.
1: No. And I think I think Nduko will kind of... It will benefit him to have a better and tight end there to learn from. Um, and let's face it, so if you go two tight ends with Nduko and Hooper and you've got Landry and Beckham... Um, and then Nick Chubb or Cream Jacks or Cream Hunt behind you, then how do you not win? Um, Steelers, it's all about Big Ben. Is, is he fit? Um, if he gets injured, that the season's over. Um, can Juju be a number one wide receiver? I don't think he's really made that step up. But it's not fair to kind of judge him from last year because he is playing with absolute dross at a quarterback. Um, and same, similar with James Connick, can he step up to be a proper number one running back? He had, he had brilliant the year before last, but last year he was again pretty average at best. And, and that defense needs to needs to carry on with what they're doing last year. So yeah, that's that's the AFC North.
0: All right. Well, thank you. Uh, concise. Who do you, think is, who do you think is finishing bottom of that that division?
1: Who's definitely uh, bottom? Bengals are definitely...
0: Bengals. I do
1: think uh, if the Browns get that together and the Steelers keep Big Ben fit, I I think two teams could come out of the the AFC East... North. Do we think
2: think Big Ben will actually be any good? He's got a year (laughs) off and no practice. He'll be Ben. He'll he'll, he'll get you 400 yards and four touchdowns in one game. And, throw and five, ter- five interceptions in another. Yeah. I just, I just don't
0: think it's guaranteed that he's as good as he was before.
1: It's not. Well, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't bring in and either draft high a quarterback or or bring in one of the free agent quarterbacks that are out there for them to take. Really, they. I mean, look, Mason, Mason Rudolph was pretty bad. That's been nice. And Duck Hodges hasn't even got a real name. <laughs>
3: Did did you know as well, I don't know if it's the same issue, but last year, the Browns had the second youngest squad in the NFL. Yeah. So that is, I know we look at all the great players and stuff like that, but there is still a lot of people that are, a lot of players that are two or three years into their NFL career. Within a couple of years, whoever's, you know, whoever's going to be leading that team in two years could be sitting on some real talent if they can afford to keep them. Yeah.
1: They still, I, I don't know how they've done it. They've still got quite a bit of salary cap. Um, so like they, I know they need to sign Mars Garrett to a long-term deal. I think he's going to – we, we said it about George Kittle setting the market. I think Mars Garrett is setting the market for defensive ends. Um, so they're, they're going to pay pay him loads. And that defense just looks good again. Like, they've they got that skill on both sides of the ball. And yeah, Gary, you're right. There are a young team. But if you look at the the key kind of key positions, they've got experience there at wide receiver. They've got experience in the offensive line now, um, and generally a good defence.
3: Yeah, the Browns have still got the most cap space in
2: the league.
1: Yeah, I don't know how.
2: Thirty-seven what? million. bought in Claiborne, haven't they? Who's a winner? Which they have, yeah. they haven't had many winners in that team. So that might that is really helpful.
1: To be fair, you look around some of the star players and you say, "Well, they weren't really winners, were they?" I mean Beckham. Guys. Landry. The, the,
2: Landry the, the,
1: the dolphins yeah yeah so you know but at least they've got experience to be able to kind of say what it does take to win even if they haven't done it before
0: all right and that just leaves me with uh, the AFC south because Paul couldn't be bothered to be here so I'll uh I'll do my best to run through this I'll start with what I think is potentially the worst team in football next year this year uh, which are the Jacksonville Jaguars yeah, yeah, definitely. Are gonna have at best a four and twelve season. At absolute best. There is nothing on the offense to make you think that they can be any good. Bearing in mind they're gonna go with John's favourite quarterback, Gardner Minshew, who isn't terrible but isn't able to elevate anybody. Yes.
2: He's just he a
3: backup. That's what John he John hates him, but
1: tries to look like him. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, was, I was looking at the quarterback depth when we were chatting about Kaepernick saying he'd be a fit there. And a, he would be because he'd just be better than all their quarterbacks. They've got yeah. Josh Dobbs, Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon.
0: How is he still oh. employed?
1: I haven't,
3: I.
0: It's, it's incredible, yeah. If, if Minshew doesn't work, the, the, the third quarterback on, uh, sorry, fourth quarterback on the roster is called Jake Luton. Ever heard of him? No, of course you haven't. No. Honestly, they've got nothing. When you add in the fact that their best running back doesn't want to be there, they don't really want him, it's just they dare get rid of him because he's their only good player. That's just a recipe for disaster. Fournette, I think it's a bit like the Bell situation. I don't think he'll be there come the trade deadline because no. nobody is interested in that going on, are they? He doesn't him. want to be there either. No. The only thing is, I don't think there'll be that good a market for him because I think people have cottoned onto the fact he's lazy.
3: Injury
0: prone wants, as well. Yeah, who wants an expensive, lazy running back? No one. No one really. Uh, well, at least he's... the Colts—they—they've <laughs> got plenty. We we'll get into them. We we'll get into them in a second. Well, maybe. Um, on the only upside I could find for the Jags is you remember how terrible Jay Gruden's been as a head coach at the Redskins. But do you remember how good he was as an offensive coordinator before yeah, he... he went to the Redskins? Yeah. So if. If he can tap into that and get Minshew working, work a way around the four net problem, if he can juggle the pieces, get the ball to DJ Shark, do, 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 do and Keeman Cole, maybe he's the breath of fresh air they need. For me, the biggest mistake they made was not getting rid of Doug Marone. Uh, and that's just going to be a hangover from the last two years where they've not been anything. Yeah. Uh, I, I think this team's in trouble.
1: Yeah.
0: And. If your best hope is Jay Gruden, you're a bust, as far as I'm concerned. But that's what I think. Moving on to the Colts, who I has
2: think... Um, has Ngokwe signed a tag?
0: No. Okay. He's refusing. He will go, I think, because... Yeah, he doesn't want to be there, does he? No, and you can't blame him. The problem is, a lot of their... Their defenses still got some good players. They've still got Miles, Jack, etc., but none of them want to be there. None of them really are interested or committed to the team. So... Despite the fact the defence shouldn't be terrible, it won't be any good either. So that's not going to be enough to offset a really bad offence, is it? Um, Like I was saying, the Colts Colts have gambled on bringing in Philip Rivers, which for me is a massive bust because whilst he wasn't at fault for everything at the Chargers, he's also not able to move.
1: Yeah, but they, I think the Colts have got the best offensive line of football at the moment. Yeah, they do. I think Brady should have gone there, really. He's still um, going to
0: throw 20-plus interceptions this season.
1: Probably, yeah. Because guess, he still it, thinks
0: it, he of can course. wing the ball out. He, he still thinks he can wing the ball out like he did 10 years ago.
1: Yeah, if he can't do it there, he can't do it anywhere. And this he is, this he is. should have
0: retired. I like Philip Rivers. I've not been down on him particularly ever, but I think it's not like Brady. Brady, you can pretty much say... I want to go here because I'm great and this is what I want to do. Philip Rivers, you're not in that tier. You should just say thanks very much. I've earned my money. I've got 54 kids to feed. I'm off. And and he hasn't. And just, for me, it, it's a backward step. I don't think it's. I don't think he'll be any better than um, Brissette. If we're
2: if,
1: if we're all wrong about Philip Rivers and he does turn out to be amazing, or well, at least serviceable, really love this cult squad. Yeah. Really. So
0: on the on the upside, the signing of DeForest Buckner yeah. is brilliant for them. Like, the pressure that he's going to let them put on is going to be amazing. So the defence will be excellent, I think, this year. And also, on the offence, Philip Rivers likes to play with uh, the tight end. This could be a real boom season for Jack Doyle again. I yeah. love like that I managed to get that in there. I think um, Jack Doyle could be the key offensive piece, because if he and Rivers can get something going... Fit. Yeah, well, that's it. But if they, those two can form some sort of relationship, then... You, you can see them taking big chunks out of the yardage, just the two of them. And then it's just a case of, of running the ball in with Marlon Mack, who I think has been undervalued as a running back.
1: Yeah. And the yeah. other... The Marlon Mack. Ah, Marlon Mack has, has been decent. Chris, right. Um, but the other addition they made at running back was Jonathan Taylor in the draft, who yeah. was well, yeah. in college.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, it's a bit of a guessing game with the Colts. I just think... Rivers is not an upgrade. A per, as a, uh, for me, he's not an upgrade on what they had last year. So it, it'll come down it to what the rest that of Andrew it. Luck in that
1: in that team. Oh god, they had Andrew Luck. That'd be an amazing team.
0: They'd be they'd be winning every week, no problem. Um, oh,
1: um, they've still got Adam Vinatieri. Yeah,
0: they've still got him he? Yeah. No, and. I don't know. We've seen these kickers come in, new kickers come in and be terrible. I mean, yeah. I just don't think anybody, especially with no practice now, I don't think anybody knows which kickers to pick because it doesn't seem to matter where you draft them, whether they're high or low. They just randomly can fall off for no reason at all. So what was the name of the guy last year who got traded this time, last off season, from the Ravens to...
1: Oh, the Norwegian.
0: Yeah, the Norwegian fellow. And then he just disappeared after, like, two games. Yeah, That's what I mean. Like, all right, Vinatieri had a bad year. But out of a 20-odd-year career, one bad year, at least give him six oh, he, games and see. I mean,
1: he's definitely going to the Hall, isn't he? I mean, he's one of the best place kickers ever.
0: Yeah, and if he's managed to work on whatever the problem is, maybe he can do it. And if not, well, after six games, you should have your answer. But right now, with no practice ability, what are you going to do? Yeah, I'll stick with what you know, right? Um, the Titans, everybody's surprise team of last year and a uh, bit of a fairy tale. I think they can do it again. I really do. I think Tannehill has been an excellent upgrade. Uh, Derek Henry will be really good again because I don't think they wore him out. I don't think they overplayed him. He was just really good when they used him. And
3: uh, He I wasn't great Janu- in the playoffs, though, was he?
0: No, no. But I think the team was inexperienced in the playoffs and didn't really get the best out of themselves as a whole. And I also think Janu Smith will be a big upgrade as a regular contributor every week over the will he play, won't he play, who's going to be at tight end last year was a bit of a mismatch depending on what they were doing. So, yeah, for me, Tannehill, Smith and Henry on the offence makes this a really viable team.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Their biggest bust of last year was Adam Humphreys. Remember how much teams were willing to give up for him? I think they will give him one more year to show and I think he will still be a bust because I don't think he has Tannehill's trust and I don't think the coaching staff know what to do with him. Now, I'm kind of surprised they haven't tried to move on from him.
1: A classic, classic ex-Patriots player who is good at Patriots and then just terrible everywhere else.
0: Well, was he at the Patriots?
1: Wasn't yeah. he? No. no. no he you're, he was,
0: wasn't. you're just assuming he was because he turned wide, down them. Yeah. He turned, them down. He turned us down. Be because he's a white wide receiver, you're assuming he played for us. But he's, uh, he's yeah. not, that's, that, that isn't want want what happened. Here. The defence will still be very good. Yeah. Mike Rabel is one of my favourite coaches in the league. I think this team is just waiting to see what happens with the Texans, really, to see who finishes top of this division. Are you, are you thinking of Hogan, Jim?
1: Yes, thank you. <laughs>
0: yeah, Chris Hogan, yeah. The, uh, the the rich man's Adam Humphreys. Um, Humphreys so, was the Vikings, wasn't he? Bucks. Yeah. Bucks, but, Bucks, yes. You're, you're thinking of Thielen. <laughs> Christ, we've gone reading, through, we've gone through all the white well. wide, wide receivers. Well done us. Um, so the Texans, this is where it falls for me. Um... I think this team is going to have a down year.
1: Yeah, I I, I
0: think I think getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins is going to seal Bill O'Brien's fate and he will be out of this team at some point in the season. Because if they finish anything worse than nine and seven, then he's done. Because you cannot justify getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins.
1: Not for what? Not for who, what who,
0: who is going to be their new number one wide receiver?
1: For right. Brandon not Cook. Fuller.
0: Fuller only averages six games a season. Keith Brand- only averages seven. It's going to be Kenny Stills. Now, Kenny Stills he, is playing a lot of games. He's averaging 15 games a season. He, However, he,
1: was, he was injured a, lot, a fair bit last season, wasn't he?
0: he? He only missed three games. No. But he's Kenny Stills. He's not DeAndre Hopkins. How so, haven't they bought him? <laughs> so, yeah. Randall Cobb. Ra-
1: Brandon Cooks and it's Randall
0: Brandon Cook, we football. know he's going to be concussed. Ask Gary. He'll be yeah. knocked out yeah, in game hard. one.
1: And, still and Randall home.
0: Cobb is, is not the player he was five years ago, because who is? Yeah. It, you cannot tell me that they have supplanted DeAndre Hopkins. Right? Randall Cobb hasn't been the player he was five years ago for the last four years. No, <laughs> well, absolutely. I agree. So, I think on the offensive side of the ball, Joe, who did they bring in at running back? David Johnson. David Johnson. Will he be any good? No. No, he will not.
1: Like so, offensive lines always been their problem. They brought in Larry Ritunsel and that's one piece, and it helped, but, it but they, not but they haven't done anything else. else, else the it? Yeah, no. they gave away all their they gave away all their trade capital to get Larry Ritzonsor, and then gave away a bit more to get David Johnson. You like, yeah.
0: Why? Well, they but they let Carlos Hyde go, and he had a really good season. Yeah. So it's Duke Johnson and David Johnson. That's it. There's going to be nothing there on offense. Watson's going to be asked to do it all on his own, and I think he's an injury candidate this year because I think he'll be overplaying. He's going to try and keep up with Lamar and Mahomes, and I think he's just going to get crumbled. And when that happens, the backup quarterback is AJ McCarron. Not,
3: no, it's not. It's Colin Kaepernick.
0: Well, or, or it's Colin Kaepernick, in which case, maybe they win one more game than AJ McCarron would. But it's, it's not good. I really want to see Kenny Stills come good, but I just don't see how he's big enough to fill the, the gap that they've left. Bill O'Brien's let this team down for me, and I think the Titans win the division.
1: Who finishes bottom? Jaguars?
0: Oh, by a mile, probably.
3: They're, I think they're the Colts be win that division.
0: You think the Colts win that division? You, yeah. You're going to be cheering for
3: Philip Rivers this year? No, not cheering. I will just think, <laughs> despite Philip Rivers, I think they win the division.
0: They have the best squad by a mile, but I'm just not sold on, on Rivers. But yeah, the Jags will finish bottom. They're going to be the worst team in football, mm. which isn't unusual for them. So uh, they're gonna be very poor.
1: Well, they've not I don't think they've had the number one pick very often. They've always been they've been kind of top five a fair a fair bit, but I don't know. Maybe they get the number one pick and they can take either Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields.
0: Yeah, and that's what they need to do, but they need so much more. Keep several teams here have got coaches that have gone past their their best and, and the Texans and the Jags are two of them. Doug, yeah. Doug Marone should have gone and Bill O'Brien his winning record is, is not bad. It's 0. 0.65 or whatever. But do you ever feel like they're going to win a playoff game? Ever? No. I think, I think they,
1: they've wasted Deshaun Watson's rookie contract. They could have built around him whilst I mean, have wasted,
0: wasted DeAndre Watt. Hopkins yeah. and JJ wasted Watt. Watt. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And I think that that, that, that doesn't have
0: He's been, This is his seventh year in charge, and they don't look mm-hmm. like threatening for a championship game.
1: No, it's not a good squad. Like, I mean, there were, like so there are one or two players who stand out: Watson, JJ Watt, and yeah, Laramie Tunsil a good player. But there's there's not a lot else is there?
0: Not really. I just I'm going
1: through the roster, it's like Bradley Roby, yeah, like mm-hmm. average. Um, you know, and I, I struggle. Vernon Hargreaves is another average player at best. Yeah, Westland, Darren Fells, a tight end, has like one game in ten where he's decent. Yeah. Do you remember um, how
2: bad their um, secondary and back, the backfield was against yeah. the Chiefs yeah. when they took the they, they were miles out ahead and they just home just threw the ball over them. Yeah. And they've done nothing. No,
0: no. I, I, I just think this team could could struggle. I, I think Titans and Colts they're going to push it, and the other two are going to be behind this year. And it's a shame for Watson. Watson's one of my favourite players to watch. Yeah. For. He's lumbered with a, a poor coach or, or, or a coach who can't get on with his team.
1: And he's a good coach. He's, he's a bad general manager.
0: Yes. Yeah. yes. yeah, you're quite right. That's that's the best way to put it. And I think that, that like you say, wastes Watson's rookie contract. Uh, anybody got anything else to say on our boom or bust for this week? Nope. Good shaking heads on a podcast. I like it. No? Okay. No. No.
3: no. no. Done.
0: We haven't, had this, we haven't had this discussion, but I assume we're coming back next week to do the NFC.
1: Yeah,
2: I would sure assume I
0: so. That, that's, well, because we can't just do half of it. So, uh, in which case, I should conclude this podcast right here. Uh, I wish just all farewell. I've just remembered some
2: news. You've remembered more news? Uh, Aldrich Ros- Rosas, the Giants kicker. He's got done for D. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the rumours are now they're looking at Goskowski to replace him.
0: <laughs> oh, really? That'd be a yeah. great signing. It no, shouldn't even be a rumour.
1: Hang on, ex-Patriots going to the team where they've hired the Patriots special teams coordinator? Yep. Done deal.
0: Yep. Yeah, I think if that's right. I mean, didn't rice end up being like walking drunk up the, the hard shoulder of the, of the road? He was like wandering about in his T-shirt and pants or
3: something. As, like, as drink drive offences go, it's a it's a bad one. <laughs> no, it's not as good as the Welsh Rugby Union team. Who, they got stopped driving a golf buggy down the M- M6 or, plane- <laughs> or the M4 <laughs> <there>? remember that <laughs>
0: hey sometimes these things happen I was uh, <laughs> listening to a podcast the other day where they were talking about a coup that was supposed to be happening in an island off the African coast but the guys who were going to stage it got drunk on the plane on the way there and left their guns <laughs> yeah, in the airport That's well done guys <laughs> well done you <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go we're not all uh, we're not all as dark as them But I shall bid everyone farewell and uh, speak to you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.